Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host, Ashley Scrace Bendel, and today it is birthday time. That's right, it's a birthday, and not just the fact that I've turned 30, which I have, um, that is a literal birthday, but it is the birthday or the one-year anniversary of the podcast, so you are joining on a very special episode this week. Thank you for coming along, it's really, really great to have you here. If you're a regular, you know what to expect already on BPM Pod, we're going to talk a lot about music and get behind some of the music that's coming out of some of the coolest bands you've probably never really heard of um, and we'll be jumping into another story with this week's dynamic duo in a moment it's Laura and Marcus from the electronic duo Relative and we'll be jumping into their story quite soon and if you're a first time listener well you just heard the introduction to the show there so uh, you're going to get that already but welcome along and thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of BPM Pod it's really great to have you here And I really hope you get some inspiration and some good ideas musically from this episode. Now, because it is a special episode, it really wouldn't be special unless something special happened, would it? So, this week sees the release of something I've been working on for a little while. See, when I started BPM Pod, I didn't think we'd be able to go a year, actually. Um... I kind of knew that I had the you know, the equipment to do it and the people to talk to and stuff, but I just thought maybe we won't be able to keep going for a year. Maybe no one's going to listen to it. Maybe uh, it's not really going to go too well. Maybe the episodes won't play out as I hoped. Um, you know, I'm naturally sort of pessimistic about my own ventures, it seems. Um, but actually, we've been here a year now, and I couldn't be happier. It's not been as successful perhaps as we thought it would be in some respects and sure the listenership at this time when I'm recording this is quite small but there are definite plans to boost that and I'm having an absolutely fantastic time making these episodes and I hope you're having a great time listening to them. So as some little treat there's an album that's been released. Now it's free, it's totally free, it's available on Bandcamp and it is called BPM Pod stripped sessions because when i first started the podcast i wanted to really hear an acoustic version of the song that the interviewee wanted to play you know i wanted to hear this different version of their music and i started recording it and you know in really bad ways i've just got two rudimentary microphones that i set up going into a really really crappy 300 euro computer or to some sort of portable recorder and I just fiddle with the levels. I sit there and try to make myself as inconspicuous as possible. And I sit there fiddling with the levels to make sure that everything sounds as good as it can for being two microphones. And when you're recording someone with a guitar and vocals, that's kind of easy. Then I don't even really mix it in any way. Just a little bit of editing in post afterwards. When you've got a whole band, that's slightly more difficult. So it's definitely gotten better and I've learned a lot as I've gone along about recording people in these live settings but here you can hear that progress and hear how I've probably got a little bit better at mixing stuff too with the release of BPM Pod Stripped Sessions. 
There's 15 tracks on there, featuring a bunch of people from the previous episodes, including Molly's Peck, Manono Band, Lisa Akua, Eodora Johnson, and there's some on there that you haven't heard from yet. Heavy Heavy being one of them, and Ella Fuchs being another person. Uh, who you can start listening to on there already. Really, really great stuff. Definitely recommend you check that out. There's a definite acoustic guitar feel to the album. A lot of people just play acoustic guitar. It's much easier. And there are a couple of piano tunes on there as well. Promise rips out a piano tune that's really, really great. Uh, Really nice show tune, kind of cabaret feel to it. So definitely check that out. They're all good songs. I think you can tell which ones were recorded earlier in the BPM lifespan and which ones were recorded later Um, but overall I'm really proud of it I'm really pleased with it and I hope everyone who's been on here is pleased with it and I hope you as a listener are pleased with it so that is the kind of one year anniversary present if you want to put it that way to myself to you it is BPM pod stripped sessions and you can hear a few snippets of the songs now As I said, through my own band camp, actually. So if you look up Ashley Scrace or Ashley Scrace Vendel, you will find it on there. I'll put a link in the description of the episode too. You go there, it's completely free to download. And if you do give any money or proceeds to it, I'm just going to give it to charity. Let's just forward it on to people who actually need it. So completely free to download and listen to. Please do so. And please support the artists and go and follow them online. Buy some of their stuff. Go to gigs. They're really, really talented individuals. And uh, yeah, this is Strip Sessions Volume 1. There will be Volume 2, perhaps in another year. And we'll uh, keep doing that. But now back to episode normality. And I don't want the introduction to be too much longer. This week, it's down with hip-hop and funk and cool electronic vibes and beats this week as we talk to Laura and Marcus from the electronic duo Relative. I went over to their place after a really terrible day. I think I just received a fine on my bicycle uh, for a crime I definitely didn't commit. 
of jumping a red light, but I totally did. Anyway, um, and I paid the fine, and uh, I was in a bit of a bad mood. It was super hot. I'd had a really busy day at work. I couldn't find their apartment. I was really, really stressed. And I walk in, and white wine is already there on the table. This was already only at like five o'clock or something. They'd already started on it, and I quickly joined in and caught up. And Laura and Marcus just welcomed me into this beautiful apartment with this wonderful bookcase, floor-to-ceiling bookcase that went also around the door. It was amazing. And they just welcomed me in with this lovely vibe and tone and really nice atmosphere, and it really instantly made me feel chilled and relaxed and we just had this wonderful wide-ranging conversation half of it i've cut out uh to be honest around sort of themes of philosophy and my own feelings and my own therapy and there were some stories that i just needed to cut out so um they've been cut but it was still this lovely conversation about music and beginnings and how vulnerability really is a superpower and in today's musical world where everything is polished and everything has a brand and a style being a little bit rough around the edges and being more open to the world and being more open to your vulnerability might actually be what sets you apart. So that's what we talked about on this episode. At the end of the episode, I've actually put a song in of theirs as well that you can listen to in full. It's the song Places, probably their best loved song and one of their most played. I've put that at the end so you can listen to it and get a taste of what they're up to as doing an acoustic version was kind of difficult. Uh, That's at the end of the episode, so stay tuned for that. Otherwise, nothing really more to say. Here's what happened when I met Laura and Marcus from the band Relative. Just so people know this, because this is really high tech and we've done this very, very well. Um, we're using toilet roll as a microphone stand. <laughs> and it wasn't my ingenious idea. It was the ingenious idea of you opposite me, who's got like an absolutely infectious laugh and doesn't give a fuck about anything. And I love it. Nope. Such a good attitude. <laughs> Great. Oh, shit, busted. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself. So the band is what relative or relative? Is it two eyes? Do I say it with two eyes or do I just say relative? <laughs> You see it with two eyes. You see it with two eyes. That's yeah. true. But, but it's it's called we call it relative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the people behind it. So I know who you are, but give us a quick introduction as to who you are. Okay. I'm Laura. I'm from Barcelona. I'm the singer and lyricist lyricist <laughs> of the band. And I'm uh, Marcus. I'm from the south of Germany. Stuttgart and I'm the producer and play keys and grooves and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I mix and I dance sometimes and together <laughs> we are relative yay <laughs> and our but you actually know a couple of bands that have been on this before. We were just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know Utari and, and Manono. Manono band. I know, I know especially, I especially know Jack, the drummer in Manono. Yeah, yeah. Um, Swedish guy. Yeah, and I know Petra a little bit, the singer. 
um, and Vlad, the guitar player, but also Otari, the Otari guys also. So explain a little bit about Relative. So who are you and what is it you do? What is your sort of pitch? Go for it, baby. That's where Marcus takes it away. Go for it, baby. He seems like nervous about this. You want to read our Instagram? It's a handle? lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> you want to read what it says on our Instagram? <laughs> Please say it says nothing. That would be hilarious. <laughs> no, because uh, I, I, I just thought about um, the thing we came up with a couple of days ago when we were sitting down thinking about what our mission is and stuff. So we, we play new soul and hip hop influenced electronic music. And um, we distilled our philosophy or our our core being down into some really smart sentences that we liked. And that you have in your notebook. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I might as well get up and get the notebook. <laughs> But basically that's what we do. We make new soul and hip hop influence electronic music. So mm -hmm. it's electronic music because it's done electronically. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very influenced by... Marcus's beats, hip hop, a lot of R&B, a lot of new soul, jazz also, because I was trained as a jazz vocalist and I think that's a big influence also. So that's basically what we do. And I think also what you were saying, besides our main genre, um, what we really care about also is making really honest music. So we always try to bring forward... Um, Our vulnerability, our insecurities, our honesty, kindness, all of these things that maybe are more difficult to show or are more difficult to sell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But that's what is more natural to us and what we believe in the most, I think. Also, yeah, and also right? what we want to show people and inspire them to also show other people. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, we just enjoy a lot of... Uh, honest and funny moments with our friends and it takes it takes uh, some inspiration to experience that if you've never done that and I really like the idea of being that kind of inspiration to somebody else and I can already feel the distance weighing down I don't want to keep this alive but I can force it into your mind Relative actually started. Um, If you say relatively recently, I'm gonna laugh because <laughs> every time you say relative, now I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> every time I hear this word in the world, I just I have to hold it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's me. <laughs> All people like every time. Um, I started relative with another uh, musician, Peda, um, who was in was part of the band until eight months ago or so. So we started as just we were both in the jazz scene in Berlin and we wanted to get out of jazz because we also liked electronic music so we started this but then um, I met Marcus online not on a dating app <laughs> um, yeah he was organizing beat making workshops in Berlin on a platform and I wanted to go and I also stalked his SoundCloud I saw that he made really nice music I followed him on SoundCloud then he followed me And then what else? Exactly. And then I, I found uh, a vocal 
or it, it was a it was a song it I was think. a song <clears throat> it wasn't really well, very well produced so that's why you <laughs> couldn't hear the bass exactly <laughs> so it was like a, some soft bass and vocal uh, like yeah uh, voices and um, up to that point I've only produced instrumentals and beats and stuff and a lot of them and um, so I just decided to download the the song and do a remix with it and Yeah, then I contacted uh, Laura and was like, hey, yo, so... Uh, <laughs> you don't know me, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I produced this. I saw you follow me. I'm not a creepy guy online, I promise. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> she stalked me yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. I stalked him first, yeah, so I knew who fault. he was. I was actually a bit starstruck. Like, oh my God, he replied. <laughs> he actually oh. wrote me. Oh. <laughs> But was this like chemistry there straight away? Because you two get on so well. Like when I first came in, I was like, are you two a couple or something? Because <laughs> like, you get on so well. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, It's true. I think the first time like we met, we... It was, it was crazy because we already had heard music the other person likes and makes and somehow that transformed uh, or, or yeah, showed us um, a deep way of like, the other person and then when we met up it was pretty instantaneous that we got along pretty well so mm. yeah. I think aside from our music taste also like we're both Which it just so happened that we got along really well like we connected there was like chemistry and we've been very honest with each other I think since the very beginning also like our friendship is very based on like fucking unloading <laughs> our minds to one another maybe that's that's uh, uh, that's what people see from the outside mm. um, and I think that's one of the reasons that, that translates a lot into our music also mm. definitely mm. Are there times when it affects your friendship, though? Like, how do you keep that good dynamic going <laughs> musically and then being friends as well? Because I guess you sometimes have to split the two a little bit. Mm -hmm. Good question. I think sometimes we get pretty frustrated with each other. But I know what he gets frustrated with about me. And I think... Maybe you don't know what me about you. He's Let's just going talk. blindly. Yeah. Let's talk. Right. He's just demon for the best. Demon, demon. Demon. No, but whenever, uh, whenever we have one of these uh, moments, we just speak in uh, in Spanish, Spanish English. We use a bit of humor, <laughs> not And to avoid conflict, but to you know make make it a bit easier to navigate. But I think we're also pretty honest when we. When we have an issue with each other, I think I'm I'm a lot more emotional than Marcus, and and he's a lot better at like talking things out rationally in a you know in a in a very like plain way, direct way. And I think I've I, at least I've learned to do that with you also. Sometimes I still get a bit you know I'm Spanish, my blood is a bit thick, yeah. but <laughs> but I think that's also one of the things that we do when we get a bit annoyed. Yeah. 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 Sounds just, like a couples therapy session now. Like you've just made up. Oh. Baby, I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> And my work here is done. <laughs> but um, what? What happens with sort of songwriting and performing split? Who comes with the idea or do you sort of both exchange ideas? Or do, do one of you sort of kick it off as the main songwriter? So until now we had this thing where we would send each other uh, ideas. 
So um, from my side, I would come up with a, with a beat or an instrumental. I would produce it a certain way and then I would um, call Laura and just hit record and sometimes we just uh, improvise and then we take it from there. Sometimes I send it to... Uh, you or to her depending on who I look now look at now <laughs> um, yeah and then we we develop it from there and same same thing um, Laura's uh, she writes down some lyric ideas sometimes and we take it from there and see where it fits to and, and what we can do with inspiration lyrically and then we'll go musically in a minute uh-huh um mainly what i like to sing about is moments that i have in my mind as memories so just i don't know um, i always start with like visual visual images of certain moments that i've gone through and how it feels and what i was feeling in that moment because a lot of our our songs are about like very context-based situations so uh, a discussion in a room or I don't know or like a fight with my ex-boyfriend in a room please ex-boyfriend I hope you're not listening to this <laughs> but, but um, not many people to listen to this you'll be fine come on <laughs> we're gonna blow it up <laughs> um, yeah I would say mainly memories feelings that I've had that have been uh, very overwhelming and I've needed to let go um Recently, also, my struggle with anxiety that I've been struggling with lately, because um, by making music about it, it's kind of it's it's a kind of a healing process, also. So I would say all of that. Um, we've 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 written a lot about love until now, um, a lot a lot about it, because <laughs> mm, it's been a couple couple. Uh, how could I say intense years for the both of us mm -hmm. uh, in our romantic lives mm -hmm. yeah and now I think I'm more I'm personally more in a uh, existential kind of phase yeah. where I'm more, you know I'm contemplating a lot more about life not so much about dudes <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and then what about you from a beat sort of a music perspective what inspirations do you draw on so I would say I'm a big fan of grooving and like groovy beats and things that that move people or move myself and combining that with harmony and like dark elements as well um, that is a combination of, of things I really really like so like a, a hard hitting beat but then also having some Yeah, some kind of dark texture and melody mm. uh, with that, and I, I would say that that comes from my inspiration 
um, like I, I used to have piano lessons and mm -hmm. I really really like um, a composer called Frédéric Chopin mm -hmm. and he's pretty dark and I really like the melancholy he produces yeah. and mm -hmm. that is something that I've always been fascinated and I could feel myself get into when I played that like his pieces and I could really enjoy that even as a, as a young kid when people told me like oh what you're way too young to feel these emotions or to feel to feel them that intensely but that is one side and then the other side is um, a French producer called Vinsur and he's been the main influence for beats because he has this swing and groove and he just combines elements in such an elegant and, and groovy way mm. wind so strong the sun's a hold broken thoughts I watch them go I see them flying landing so soft can't see them dying I see them go I bid them farewell Let's go through some of them on its own. Time is running. Can you explain the sort of background to that? Because that, I think, combines quite well what you said earlier. This sort of hip-hop elements, it's mm -hmm. got quite a strong bass line, and it has some ambient sort of mixes in with it as well. Mm -hmm. um, where did that come from? What was the nexus? Mm, so, from my... Uh, uh, what, what, what I did for the song was write the lyrics this was actually the first song I ever wrote because the other ones we just improvised the lyrics mm -hmm. for them at Marcus's place and then he would chop them up and make sense out of what I said okay but, um, <laughs> wow. but uh, this one was the first one that I wrote um, I was going through a pretty intense existential crisis and having a lot of anxiety and stuff like that um, and I just I started thinking a lot about my childhood my past and this song was kind of a realization that most of my childhood memories were very blurry mm -hmm. and with that I had nowhere to hold on to in these very confusing times of not knowing who I am or where I'm going mm -hmm. so that was kind of the base for the for, for the song also this like impending realization that time is constantly going mm -hmm. by and that mm -hmm. it never stops and that uh, yeah you were basically mm, victims of that in a, if you look at it in a pessimistic way where we're, it's just escaping from our yeah. hands yeah. all the time so that was my my what I had in mind when I wrote the, the lyrics and then Marcus sent me one instrumental on top of which I recorded the, my, my, my vocals but then you actually used what I had recorded for another instrumental, instrumental so, yeah. that you had mm, yeah yeah mm. yeah I remember um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I really like doing is uh, because for now or until now up to time is running, we have recorded uh, improvisations. Sometimes I would just import the files into a different beat because I needed some kind of way of knowing if it's too much or mm -hmm. if there's enough space for vo vocals. And so 
For what? Vocals. <laughs> for vocals. The vocals for woke people. It's fine. That's what you do. Vocals. We're good. Vocals. All right. Exactly. And um, then sometimes I really like, or I even prefer the new combination um, to the old one, mm. like the original. And then, yeah, if it fits, it fits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I read a post from you on Facebook a little mm-hmm. while ago. Like a few weeks back, I think mm-hmm. it was in Musicians in Berlin or something mm-hmm. like that. And because when I first booked you in, this has been booked in for a long time, but mm-hmm. I've had to keep delaying it because of various <laughs> things. But um, I did think, like, first off, wow, like, cool, we got like a strong sort of band, part of which is like a really strong woman, because we do have a lot of just blokes, singer songwriters. Of course we do, <laughs> because we just do, just dudes yeah. writing about shit um which is fine but um i was really like yeah yeah cool and then it got delayed and delayed and delayed and for a moment i was quite scared because i was like oh shit these two are going to be really intense and really in your face and like <laughs> oh no what am i going to do it's not an area of music i know much about oh crap Come but on, then you good people you put this post on facebook a little while ago saying about how you've moved here to be a full-time musician uh-huh. and now it's been so many years since then and uh-huh. i was like holy shit like do you just write that stuff like out in public like part of me is like I don't want to tell people I'm a failing musician that's a terrible <laughs> idea like why would I do that like I need my stock to be good on LinkedIn oh uh, yeah but Oof. you were I thought that was super brave but like yeah and you I mean you you know obviously pitched yourself it wasn't like oh feel sorry for me I'm a musician yeah but it was just this really open like I moved here to do this. I've been doing this for so many years and I'm really pleased with like my life and how I've got here. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was super powerful. Mm, like, thank you. I mean, that means a lot that you say that actually. <laughs> it was really, really nice. And I mean, do you think that vulnerability is hard maybe for musicians to access or reveal in their sort of marketing way? Because I find they're good at it in songs, but when it comes to talking to them, it's like another person. I sometimes. understand exactly what you mean. Um... I think a lot of people use music to be vulnerable because they can't be vulnerable in their real life, uh, detached from music. What I choose to be is um, just honest with myself the entire time. And I've, I, I mean, I'm a bit older now. I'm 28. In my early 20s, I was different. You know, I was still a lot more shielded and a lot more protective of my image or a lot more protective of my... Uh, what other people thought of me or whatever and now I think also with Marcus I think we we we're very on the same page that there's nothing to pretend here there's mm. just uh, you just have to be in harmony with yourself and in alignment with yourself and because also through that you you show others that it's possible you know mm. um, so of course I, I'm that way because I'm that way mm. and I choose to be that way but I think the extra motivation comes from thinking about the people that have inspired me to be this way and thinking that I could also inspire other people being the way that I am. Mm. Um, mm. This post that I that I did, it was really because I've been... Because I... I mm, what I said earlier about like forgetting my what I thought about in my childhood, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I forgot that a few years ago I... I didn't work in the music industry and I didn't, I wasn't a singer and I didn't believe I was a musician. Hmm. And then I looked at my life now and I was like, wow, I've, I've worked as a booker an event manager uh, in an incredible company for the past three years. I have a band uh, that I've had since two years, two, two and a half years ago. And we've like played in, in six countries, which to me was 
uh, unthinkable. Um, and we've we've met so many people through our music. We've gotten to so many places. We've touched so many people. I, I just had a realization uh, that even though it's not much, it may not seem much to other people. To me, that's that was a huge step. So then what is the future for Relative? What are your, you would still have some aims, of course you do. To like say you don't have any would be a lie. So what does your future look like? Of course, the fact that we're like content with where we are doesn't mean that we don't have exactly. goals or yeah, aims. Yeah. It's actually the opposite, I think. Mm. Uh, uh, you're very detached from your ego, so what you're working towards is more clear. I don't know if that makes sense, mm. but in my mm. mind it makes sense. Um, what would you say is in store for us? Uh, so for me personally it's a very big motivation to reach many more people with the way we approach music and with the music that we do um, yeah because it's I think there's a place for honesty and for, for being yourself and allowing other people to be themselves as well and that is something that I really want to uh, bring to other people's lives and also meet other people who bring that more into my life and mm -hmm. um, so yeah I mean growing growing the band and growing our reach and playing bigger shows and still keeping that essence and developing it further is is a goal that is very uh, attractive to me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're, we we just finished recording our next EP, which will include some of the songs that are already out. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we recorded an EP that we're working on now, so that's one of the things that's in the future. And yeah, as Marcus said, I think mainly getting our music to more people by either growing our online presence or playing live, like playing live a lot more than than we are now or more regularly more consistently mm, do you yeah. play a live a lot now or not really not as much <laughs> as you would like to I guess um, I, I don't think we, we talked about this but Marcus and I don't live in the same city anymore mm -hmm. during most of the year yeah. now we've been spending some time in Berlin but um, we don't live in the same city so yeah. now we've been playing live a lot we've, we played we've played five or six shows in the past ten days mm -hmm. um because we we like uh, we bundle we I guess stack you bundle them all it. together yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, I'd say we play like 15 shows a year more or less yeah I now we want to get out of Berlin maybe a little bit uh, maybe go around Germany and Europe and today we were talking about going to the US oh, <laughs> in the nice. future but we'll see and your final bit your shameless self-promotion. <laughs> Where can people find out more Relative. about you? <laughs> Relative. So, let's go. Let's start with uh, what will give us some sort of revenue, which would be Spotify. PayPal.me. PayPal.com slash relative or broke. No. <laughs> um, 
You can find us as Relative with two I's and no E at the end. So R-E-L-A-T-I-I-V on Spotify, Facebook, uh, on Instagram. We are uh, The Real Relative. We're also on SoundCloud, Tidal, Apple Music, blah, blah. But you can also find us on the street. Like we like, mm. we, we really like yeah, talking we live to there people. Now. Yeah. We live on the street. We lost our apartment. Oh my God, I hope this is not like a... Yeah, I hope this is the other time. At this time, you have a lovely apartment. I but, do, but, but you do have to move out of here. So maybe yes. this will be true. <laughs> no, so, no, no, no. So I'm now interviewing you on the street. <clears throat> What's a lovely cardboard box you have? I'm gonna in my. It's a great I, one. I yeah, just playing on the street. I have a vision. It's a beautiful apartment that I'm gonna have by the time this is out. So no, okay. I'm not homeless. But yeah, a busking a little bit. Maybe just go on our Facebook or Instagram. We'll upload the or we'll update the live dates that we have. Yeah. Find us on the street. And let's talk because we really like talking to people. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of BPM Pod. If you want to find out more, you can easily go to bpmpod.com. That's where we've got all of the episodes there. You can also find the episodes on Podbean, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple, wherever it is you get your podcasts, they will be there. So do go check them out. Also, as mentioned at the start of the episode, check out the stripped sessions from BPM Pod. They are available on Bandcamp and the link will be in the description and it would be great to get your support there. In the meantime, thanks again to Relative for coming onto the show, and as I promised at the beginning, here's their song, Places. And until next time, take care, be good to each other, stay lucky, and I'll see you soon. Oh